Oh, man, on a Tuesday in January, January 5th. Let's get this thing going. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, I know this is not your normal 12 to 3 fair. You've heard me at 10 to noon. You heard me at 3 to 6, and then one day I just disappeared. I just vanished. Who are you? Never, <laughs> never to be seen again. And now I've reappeared. I've reappeared. Just on a Tuesday. We're just, we're back. On a random Tuesday in January, mostly returns to the airwaves. Oh, my goodness. And it is so fun to be back. Heard from all our Baylor brethren. Stephen Simcox, it's fun. You know, the thing about our 10 to noon and the 3 to 6, and I know I take up a lot of airspace or whatever you want to call it. I get that. But the thing people loved about the show and the reason we had all kinds of callers and texters and all that kind of thing, they loved the Mosley and Simcox connection. So, you know, I the one thing in all these negotiations over the past however many months I've been out that I made sure, and I don't think it really helped you financially, Stephen, in any way, but I made sure. <laughs> that Mosley and Simcox would be back together. And again, I think probably it's affected you negatively. <laughs> but as I'll continue to tell you, <laughs> you will always be hitched to me. Now, again, that may be the wrong. You know, sometimes assistant coaches get hitched to the wrong head coach. Mm-hmm. That may be kind of what's happened to you here. <laughs> but um, I want you to continue with me because you never know. And you've seen that recently. I've made a uh, return to my Sports writing roots, and now you can go to foxsports.com to read my series on the Dallas Cowboys. It's fun to be back. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Stephen, we could go with Mosley in the middays, Mosley with Stephen Simcox, or Mosley and Simcox in the middays, whatever. Whatever, I kind of like it all, but for now, we'll stick with the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. It'll be fast and furious. And I know, Stephen, we've been kind of tweeting about this, but not all of our people are on Twitter. And by the way, if you're not on Twitter, that's good. That means you have a life. I would not suggest getting on Twitter. If you are, you can follow us at at Matt Mosley and at Simcox Stephen. That's Mm -hmm. S-I-M-C-O-X-S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Now, people can text in. And, uh, Stephen, I always love it how you give and you're so used to doing it because you've been doing. By the way, while I was uh, convalescing and trying to return from this massive cycling accident, Stephen, you may have read about it. Uh, Bryce Cherry wrote about it in the Waco uh, Tribune-Herald. I appreciate the Waco Trib people were really cared about me. They're like, mostly, what's happened to you? Not everybody showed as much care. But, Stephen, you did. You did. Boy, Garrett did. Q. I mean, uh, you know, just great folks checking on me constantly. Stephen, have I missed anybody? Garrett, Q. Ward, of course, was worried. He was worried sick. And I appreciate everybody there at the station. It's fun to be back and uh, fun to uh, – and and just so you know, we'll let you know the the schedule – is going to be, in case you've missed this, we put this out there in various forms, Facebook and other places, but we're going to be local uh, one to six. And the John Morris show 
will be heard right after this one at 2 o'clock. That's what he used to do. I used to go on with him quite a bit back in the day. So John will be back. By the way, John always checked on me. Appreciate that. John's great. So I should always mention him. Um, John uh, will be on at 2 o'clock. Then Glenn Stretch-Smith, who I just heard from, Glenn was checking on me, hey, hey, have a great first show. Glenn Stretch-Smith will be on at 3 p.m. Okay, he used to be with uh, Tom Barfield. Okay, that was 3 to 6. That was after the Matt Mosley show kind of went in the ditch, so to speak, when I had my accident. And uh, Tom took over. Boy, you you filled in beautifully, Stephen. I think you were with Tom, and then you suddenly it's like, okay, you and Garrett do 10 to noon, and that was really good. By the way, I I would tune in, and you guys were great, had really good guests. So, anyway, I I just wanted to let you know I enjoyed the heck out of that. Um, So, that'll be the lineup on ESPN Central Texas. And then over on Fox, Q and Steven will be on in the afternoons over there, 3 to 6. And then, of course, uh, Barfield's going to be 4 to 6 right after Glenn Stretch Smith. So lots of choices, lots of great choices. And so, Stephen, I mean, I, I've never heard of anybody doing this. Well, you'll be straddling like two signals. You'll be here with me. <laughs> I know. You'll I'm like be... a mogul. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the dial. Oh, man. And that's what, I, what I've heard is when you do two different signals, that's when they pay the huge money. Okay? So that's great. I don't know if you figured that out yet. <laughs> Maybe before you negotiated, you should have. But that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun because you're going to be over there three to six with Q. And Q will come out firing. And, uh, you know, Ward's been a part of all this. And Ward's been, uh, Ward's going to be, uh, I know, with Stretch today and doing a lot of things. Uh, and, well, Garrett's been, uh, Garrett's going to be a huge part of this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> I hope this isn't like a programming this is, this change. Is, this is not a bit. No, like, like we we were talking about this before we got on about stepping in the newsroom. I'm, I'm literally going to step in the newsroom here, Matt. Uh, we have a programming change. <laughs> Mosley will no longer be one to two. <laughs> Let's go to the uh, the ESPN Central Texas newsroom where Stephen Simcox is standing by. Yeah, so Matt, uh, the Lady Bears played TCU on Saturday, and Kim Mulkey missed that game because she had been exposed to COVID-19 over the holiday, well, she tested positive today, and the team decided to restrict activities and go through additional testing. So Thursday's game with UConn, which was supposed to be at the Ferrell Center, uh, has been canceled, unfortunately. Um, and they're going to halt team activities. Coach Mulkey, according to this press release, will uh, isolate and will return to team activities on January 15th. So she'll isolate for 10 days. Uh, she has tested positive for COVID-19, and Thursday's game versus UConn, big non-conference matchup, has uh, has been canceled. Man, I was excited about that. Love it when Gino and Kim go nose-to-nose. We thought Kim was going to come back. Coach Brock did a great job the other night. I think that was the Horn Frogs. And uh, was. Stephen, mm-hmm. I think your, uh, your coach over there, who I like uh, so much, that's a good coach. Sadly, the Horn Frogs are off to a rough start in conference play. Uh, she might have been out of the game, too. Mm-hmm. Bears were able to hold that really good player named Lauren. Is it Lauren? Lauren Hurd, uh, that's to, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, uh, to some poor shooting, three for 12. <laughs> Boy, I'm really flashing my, 
my women's basketball knowledge. Lauren, is her name Lauren? That's right. Yeah, you've, you've really yeah. brushed up during the during this off time. Like you're just coming out firing, <sighs> dropping stats. I love this. Yeah, I mean it's going to be mostly. That's what happened with the accident. It hit. I hit my head, and now all I want to talk about is analytics. <laughs> you're like Mike McCarthy. You came back from sabbatical, and now you're really into math. Just a numbers guy, like a really big sabbatical. <laughs> That sabbatical was the worst. How about that, <laughs> Mike McCarthy? Hold up with those guys, guys. Let's do some. Let's let's do some. Let's start analytics. calculating things. I'm really into math now. All right, and that is our show for today. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow, maybe. We don't. We'll see. <laughs> oh, Stephen, let's look. One ten. We still have like forty. Five minutes or something left. This is great, Matt. We this uh, is great. We we this got people. Dream. We got people flooding in. Pepe's on hold. If you want to take a call mm, here in our first segment, mm. okay. I do want to talk to Pepe, and I love it. Oh gosh, Stephen, I haven't given the number in so long. Gee, will you give the number? Because I love our callers, I love our texters, and here's what we're going to do. It's a one-hour show every day at one o'clock. Okay, this is where we start our programming. I think they thought. Tom and management, Gary, got together, and they said, who should lead our programming? And once they tried about three other names, Stephen, they came up with Mosley. Mosley and Simcox. And uh, that's going to be good. But I did want to respond. Before we go to the phone line, Stephen, give the phone line real quick. 254-662-1660. All right. 254-662-1660 is the text line and uh boy one thing i wanted to say Stephen, our sponsors you know how loyal they are central national bank neighbor works waco roy nash i mean the list goes on and on and man they were uh, lance ellis dr lance ellis out there at coriel health you know what they were doing over the past few days they got wind that this was coming and i was hearing from all of them can we come back you know, Steve, what do we say to sponsors when they say, can we come back? Do we do we let them on in? I think we do. I think Typically, that's, that's, do that's the protocol, yeah. We, okay, we let them back good. In. Good. Okay. They're going to be back with us. We'll be talking banking. Love it when Nesbitt, Fonville come on. Fonville's probably out there right now. Did you hear Fonville uh, and, and the other Nesbitt brother? I don't think that was Joe. I think Tom got involved in that. Anyway, that Crawford – they were so good on that Crawford football. I mean, I listened to like every Crawford game. Um, that was really good. I thought I thought the uh, I thought Fonville, and the, I mean that that was a really cool broadcast they would do. They would record stuff, Stephen. I don't think. I mean, you're good at that kind of thing. I don't think I could do that. Like record a bunch of sort of like um, I don't know production value. It sounded mm-hmm. great. I loved what they did, and that was that Crawford team that always goes deep into the playoffs and they get stopped short this season and uh, but that's okay Crawford does a great job Temple had a great season so while I was out I did enjoy kind of watching everybody to see what they were going to do how deep can they go and uh, it was uh, it was fun it was fun to do all that now I did want to say we'll go to the phone lines 254-662-1660 I did want to react though to Kim being out, we'll pray for her. I hope uh, Kim has relatively minor symptoms. Always scares me. Um, and and I've, uh, you know, it's just, 
Uh, Stephen, you've been close to somebody, you know, who's had it. We've had people at the station who fought through this. I mean, it's a rough. It affects pretty much. You know, it used to be like, well, I don't know anybody who's had COVID. Now we're to the point. It's like almost <laughs> half the people we know have been impacted from it in some way. So our thoughts go out to uh, Kim. And uh, I, I just pray for a quick recovery, and that stinks. I mean, I really, really wish they could play UConn. And if they, you know, if they had the players and if the players were fine, I think they would go ahead and do that, let Coach Brock get out there. And you know, they got a great assistant coaching staff, but it must be one of those things they're just doing out of precaution. Stephen, can we blame all of this on the departure of Jeremiah Dickey? Is that, is that what we need to do? Jeremiah yeah. Dickey, who has left the Baylor program to become the uh, the new athletic director at uh, Boise State. Is this Jeremiah's fault? Yes, I'll send him a tweet and tell him that uh, everything's gone haywire since he left. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, remind me later. How about that Aikman? How about that Troy Aikman stuff involving Kellen Moore and Boise State? Troy will not let this thing go. Man, I, I don't want Jeremiah to have to deal with controversy right away. All right, Stephen, if Pepe's still there, love to hear from him. He's one of he's one of our guys and one of the guys I love hearing from. And and Stephen, uh, I mean, let's roll through them. If you got any uh text messages, that's good too. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Pepe, you're on the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox. Good afternoon, Evil Knievel. I'm glad you're back on the radio. Uh, yeah, I had COVID in July. I went through it for 18 days, so I know what what people can go through it. But I'm just glad you're safe and sound. Clear mind, I hope. And uh, you're back you on. You never know. Good. How would you ever know if I wasn't clear-minded? All I have to do is call Stephen and Q. I know. I know. You're going to have to check on them. They're They're moving. They're leaving us for another station. That's all right. I know how to track you boys down. I know. It's easy. No, it's all in the family. All in the family. Pepe, what are you mad about this? Uh, and I'm sorry you had the COVID. I'm glad you uh, glad you came out on the other side. How bad were your symptoms? Were you were you were they mild or did you get some? Oh, did no, you get some of the rough severe. strain? It felt like someone taking a sledgehammer to all my bones. Pepe, I'm sorry, buddy. That's not good. I mean, I was crying. I can deal with pain, but this is the kind of pain I'd never felt in my life. I don't wish Ooh. this upon anybody. I'm just glad you're okay, Evil Knievel. Okay? Buddy, I appreciate but, uh, it. I appreciate it. I did try to jump that. My, my last thought was, before I had that horrible accident, was I wonder if I could, I wonder if I could clear this ditch. And that did not work out. That did not work out. And, and, uh, Maybe on my old Huffy or my old kind of BMX days. I don't really have any BMX days. I did have a little Huffy, and we used to jump those things. And, of course, we weren't wearing helmets when we were kids. But I was wearing a helmet, and that probably either saved my life or my brain. Um, and, again, I don't know how anybody would ever know if I have issues because <laughs> I sound like I have issues before this thing. So I don't know. But I think everything's okay. I was worried most uh, – Pepe and uh, Stephen, I think so Pepe's gone. Stephen, I was worried. The um, I had some major, major damage to my lips, and and I thought, like, 
I didn't know if I was going to be able to talk normally because they had to put my lips all back together. My lips went into the side of that uh, hill, and it was bad. And those OMFS people, like emergency, basically, surgeons who come in and sew you up when you have something happen like that, unbelievable. I mean, Stephen, just because you know me really well, you might be able to see a scar uh, on my chin. Or, like, Mm -hmm. like, you might. But it almost looks like a smile line kind of thing. So anyway, those guys really got after it. Great to hear from our people. All right, we got a fun guest for you. Okay, every once in a while we're going to have a guest, even though we're, this is a different thing. We got one hour. Okay, which I like. I like the one hour. Um, David Lee, who was the head coach for the new Baylor OC Jeff Grimes back in the day at Yet UTEP. David Lee, and also a noted uh, college offensive coordinator in the past and a uh, quarterback's coach for the Dallas Cowboys, David Lee joins us next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today, another unseasonably warm day. Highs top out at 65 degrees. We'll see increasing clouds tonight with lows dropping to 48. And tomorrow we'll start the day mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain. Then start to clear it out by the afternoon with sunshine on the way and highs topping out at 60. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more of Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and at CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, 
That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Oh man, that's good. Steven, a little classic rock. This man's kind of from that era. You will appreciate that, Steve Miller Band. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. We return today, and I just thought it was appropriate to have, man, one of my great friends of all time in the, um, well, the coaching business, but also just as a sports writer. This man has always been a little leery of sports writers for good reason. Sometimes some of us can be, well, who knows. But uh, David Lee former Cowboys quarterbacks coach, former Arkansas offensive coordinator, and a man who once coached Baylor's new offensive coordinator, uh, Jeff Grimes. It is David Lee coming to us from somewhere in Florida, I would imagine near Miami. David, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Matthew, it's so good to hear your voice. Brings back a lot of memories, especially those about me not liking sports writers. But no, you were one of the few I really did like and trusted. Most of them already had their headlines and stories written before they interviewed you. But you, you were always really, really honest and uh, fair, and I always appreciate that. And as well, we're good friends today. Yeah, except for that one time, David. And we won't get into that here when you you confuse me. That's where you really learn to trust me. Is the time. <laughs> You confused me for the team doctor, and and really? <laughs> that's when you really do. I can trust mostly. <laughs> you know, it was my first training camp. We were in Oxnard, and I walked in there to get something to eat after one of the practices, and I thought that that you know the cafeteria was off limits to sports riders. I didn't think anybody could be there, but you know, managers, trainers, doctors, and players, and there were you and your sidekick. Gosh, uh, what's his name? Cliff. Archer. Yeah, Archer, who's big cowboy writer now. And I just figured you guys were a couple of doctors and I'd sit down and join you. <laughs> that happened just as honestly as it could in my first training camp. <laughs> and Archer and I, we might have gotten some pretty good information, but we never really 
we never shared that with anybody because we liked yeah. you so much. Uh, David That's Lee now a, we became friends. <laughs> a senior consultant and uh, really specifically in charge for that uh, – uh, college personnel out there for the uh, Dolphins, and uh, that's been a really cool relationship. David's been a lot of different places, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Now, David, take us back, though, this new hire that Baylor has made. They turned to BYU for the offense coordinator. I think it's a pretty good place to turn. BYU was putting up record numbers this year, and, of course, they had a really good quarterback in that Zach Wilson. He'll be in this draft. We won't ask you to talk about him but Coach Grimes, take us back, if you would, first time you met him, um, and then what his what you know what what was he like as a uh, player? What were your first uh, impressions of him uh, all those years ago when you were the coach at uh, UTEP? Well, you know, right when I got the job, that was way back 1989. The first thing I did was I brought in all the players and I interviewed them and. You know, I want to know about their background. I want to know if the father in the homes or not a father in the home. I want to know how many official visits they took. And Jeff is one of those guys that he just immediately, you know, jumped out at me as, hey, this guy's got personality. This guy's a communicator. He's got a great smile. Uh, not only is he six six and handsome and strong looking, but but you know, this guy would ask. You know, he, he very rarely will when you bring in an interview as a new head coach is the player going to turn and now start asking the you know, the, the head coach questions, but this guy I should have known something was up then. You know, he had some questions for me, you know, and, and I can remember that. I pointed him out, you know, wrote it down. I can remember him well, and I should have known then that he'd be a coach one day because he was always such an upbeat guy, a communicator deluxe. They're going to love him at Baylor. I mean, the player's going to love him. The media's going to love him. media love him. Uh, I was watching one of his interviews at BYU, uh, I guess, a year ago. Golly, he, he just – Man, he just answered all the questions in my mind about how good is he because I loved him as a player, but I never got to do anything but watch his career from afar. I never worked with him on a staff, and golly, his resume, he's loaded. Baylor's really fortunate to get him, and I know he's a Garland, Texas boy, so he's fired up to be back in the great state of Texas. What is it like talking to uh, David Lee, former Cowboys quarterbacks coach, been an offensive coordinator at college football, but I, I just with a with someone like that, who had a, and you've called plays, um, who went from being a really fine offensive line coach to then being a play caller, offensive coordinator at BYU. How difficult, David, is a transition like that? And what is that, what is the, what is the most important thing for guys to, to become really uh, top-notch play callers? Well, you know, in, in Jeff's situation, he, he's always such a communicator and was always so inquisitive even as you, I can see him in the huddle right now as we're talking, you know, looking at me and smiling. And, you know, he just, I should have known the guy was going to be a coach. He, he, he always, he's the only one that would ask the questions. And they were always good questions. They were always tough questions. And so it doesn't surprise me that he has, you know, uh, dreamt and thought outside the box, so to speak, because most line coaches just, hey, just give me my five guys, give me my room and leave me alone. Jeff's one of those that, uh, you know, I, I can see why he has grown and become a line coach who is, not only a, a you know a great line coach, but he can motivate men. You got to motivate them every day. You got to get on their butts. You got to motivate. You got to know where they are and stand in front of them, deliver the right message time after time after time. When you're dead tired, got four hours sleep the night before, but it doesn't matter. You got to go on stage for them and motivate the whole group. Plus, you got to be a play caller. And how many guys can we sit here and talk about that right now? As you ask that question, Matt, Andy Reid's the only guy that comes to my mind. 
you know, Andy Reid at UTEP was on the staff before I got there. Dirk Cutter was the offensive coordinator. Jeff was getting coached by good people, you know, uh, his first three years of college. I had him as a senior in 1989. But the guy, you know, he had a guy and played for a guy in Andy Reid who was nothing but a line coach everywhere, BYU, Missouri, uh, you know, there at UTEP. Me, me and Andy Reid I'm talking about, and here comes Jeff. I can't name another guy who calls plays in the National Football League and has and won, you know, as many playoff games and won as many games, period. You know, he's in the top, I guess, five or six in the history of football right now is Andy Reid, and I can see Jeff Grimes following his his play calling, thinking outside the box. He wants to know how to attack cover four, how to attack two and three, you know, and quarter, quarter has, and our, what's wrong with our two-minute and the quarterback's getting too deep in the pocket, and the ends are getting ready to get him. He's got to stay. He's too, you know, he, he's going to be really, really great in this role for Baylor, I think. Well, talking to uh, David Lee, former Cowboys quarterbacks coach and uh, just an all-around great guy, now a senior consultant with the Miami Dolphins. David, can you – you're really good at, at, at taking big concepts and breaking it down. Think about the Lavelle Edwards. I remember – all these guys, even the air raid type guys, they went to try to learn at the feet of Lavelle Edwards. And at some point, BYU, all those years ago, he said, you know what, we're going to have to throw the ball to have success. What? There's a lot of guys that sort of have come from that tree and around that. You know a lot of those people. What, what does BYU do? And obviously it helps to have a great quarterback like they did this past season. But kind of walk us through – what Baylor fans can expect from a guy like Jeff Grimes with the knowledge you have of kind of what BYU and schools like that have done over the years? Well, you know, BYU, that's really interesting because in 1983, I was hired at the University of New Mexico. I was dying to be an offensive coordinator. I couldn't wait to run my own offense and call my own plays, and uh, Joe Lee Dunn hired me. Um I went out there and we played BYU and it was Steve Young and they had an all American tight end. I can't remember his name, but I felt so good. We put up 360 yards, got 21 points. Well, they scored 66 and Young threw for 400 and rushed for about another 85. <laughs> and, you know, it reminds me of here, you know, then here comes this McMahon and he's kind of that. Then Jeff just had Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, he, the guy he reminds me of is Jim McMahon, just kind of swagger and you know and flair and all these things you know and 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 jeff now has been exposed to that and he's had one of those guys so you can look for Baylor to be looking to recruit that kind of player in the future that makes jeff comfortable that can basically do things you can't coach that he can extend plays and throw the football off balance with different angles and on a dead run to the left you know and and there's a lot of really good first round quarterbacks in this draft but this guy that that jeff coast he's one of them and, and and i think jeff is thinking and looking that way when they start evaluating and talking about what are we looking for in a quarterback you know and and, and jeff's got a, a vision in his mind the guy just won him 10 games that probably what he's going to look for man they're all over texas that's a great thing he can he can find them and baylor's done a heck of a job recruiting them. you look at the last 10 years from rg3 on and I mean, they're 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 there, and they've been evaluating right. It's one thing. So, oh, he's a great recruiter. He's great. Hey, who's a great evaluator? That's what it's all about in college football. You got to evaluate properly. Yeah, and that's why I've always thought. And boy, you're a coach's coach. You love being on that field. But boy, that these evaluator uh, 
you know, Alabama's now got about 37 guys on staff, and, and they seem to do a better job than just about anybody at what you're talking about, evaluating talent. Now it helps to be hitting on all these five-star guys. I get it. But, uh, but, but part of that is putting in the time. And then, you know, that was what was interesting about Matt Rule. He would go find some people that fit, you know, hit what he thought. You know, it wasn't just what, who was the three-star or four-star. It was kind of like, okay, this guy fits my. Bryles used to be like that a little bit. We'll see kind of how Aranda is. But, um, I, I, you know, David, what did you think about – what does that make you think of a coach when a, a guy like Aranda, first year, COVID, you know, you could give a lot of excuses for what happened. The offense was poor, and I know you didn't pay a lot of attention to it. But what I'm talking about is do you give a guy like Aranda some credit for immediately making a decision. That's tough for a first-time ever head coach to then fire his his offensive coordinator and staff after one season, especially during a COVID season. What do you, kind of from afar, how would you kind of assess that? Well, you know, I, I certainly can't, you know, I've been fired before, won championships, got bowl rings. You know, I was at UTEP. We, we, uh, they fired me in the middle of the season. We were owing five or six i can't even remember it's awful but you still got to trust your instincts and as a coach you know who can coach and you know who you can't and you know who the player is going to play for and you know who can't matt i had to fire my defensive coordinator didn't fire the entire staff my very first year of coaching and i'll never forget an athletic director that i really liked along the way at old miss i got a warner offer when i got that job he said david i just want to tell you one thing i said what's that coach offered he said you're going to have to fire somebody that you didn't think you'd ever fire, you're going to have to fire. I'm just telling you, that's part of your deal. And it happened the first year, you know, that I was coaching out there. So what coach went through, he trusted his instincts right there at Baylor and said, hey, this is what I got to do to go forward. This is what I got to do to get Baylor football back on top. And this is what I'm going to do. And I respect him for it. At the same time, I hurt for those families because I've been there. I had to let guys go, and then I've been let go. So it's not fun. But you know what? It's part of the profession. And if you're in it for the wins and losses and that's it, Matt, I don't think you're going to be ever satisfied or content, you know, with your with your own heart as a coach. I think you've got to be in coaching because it's a calling. And, and it's a calling to serve young people and help young people grow, young people that don't have fathers, that don't have, you know, a, a male influence. In, in their, they're all over our country right now. We know it. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking about colors or anything else of races or anything. It's just – it's a fact of life. Divorces are happening, you know. And so that coach is that glue that steps in that kid's life and can be a difference maker. And, Matt, that's why I always coached. And that's why I look at a guy like Jeff Grimes. I know what he's made of. I know what kind of man of faith he is. And I know what Baylor's got in him. And, man, he's going to fit, and they're going to love him. Those players are going to love him because he's going to have time for them. And he's going to care about their best interest. That's what I know about Jeff. It's not going to be about let's go undefeated right now and then hell-bent for leather and – Hey, this one's hurting. That one's down. You know, this one just lost his mother. They're going to be in his office. He's going to be right there with them. He'll be at a funeral. It's away from Waco because he means something to that kid. And that's what they're getting. And that's to me, that's what coaching's about. And that's why Jeff Grimes is such a great hire for Baylor University. Talking to David Lee, one of the foremost experts on quarterbacks uh, in the country, came up under uh, Bill Parcells, coach for Bill with the Cowboys. And that's when I met him. And, uh, boy, Jets. Uh, uh, Cleveland, uh, boy, your Bills, 
Uh, I, I think you went through there. I'm trying to keep up with all you guys. Y'all had some interesting stops along the way. The Bills are really, really good now. There's a quarterback who's, you know, we didn't know exactly what to think of, and that guy's gotten really, really good. David Lee joining the Matt Mosley Show. Go ahead, Stephen. Coach, when you start evaluating these quarterbacks, what are the qualities you look for when you first turn on the film? Like, what are some of the things that you want to see jump out immediately when, when you start evaluating a QB at whatever level it is? Well, Stephen, that, that's a really good question. And, and I think it starts, and I know it starts, and, of course, this is from straight from Coach Bill Parcells and Dan Henning. Uh, and the number one thing is accuracy, Stephen. If he can't hit what he's aiming at, there these other five things I'm going to give you don't really matter. But to me, accuracy, because of Coach Parcells' influence, Dan Henning, and then boom, all of a sudden I'm in the league and I'm coaching these guys. Man, they got to be accurate. And, and accuracy is a whole bunch in your brain. Everybody can't play this quarterback position. It is the very hardest thing in all of sports. It isn't like soccer. We're going to chase a soccer ball and try to kick it through. And it's not hockey. You know, basketball, we're sticking through the hoops and play. Quarterback is, is enormous. I mean, I just got the crud knocked out. I mean, I got grass hanging out in my helmet. I can't see out of one eye. And I got to get up and get the play, get the team in the huddle, get the play set, go to the line of scrimmage, make sure I ID the Mike linebacker. I got to check my 25-second clock. All of a sudden, they're going to make me do something here. I've got to re-ID the Mike to pick up a protection, a will free safety blitz. And my clock says seven seconds, six, five, and it's got to happen. Or they say delay a game penalty on number 12, the quarterback. It's hard to do. But if you can't hit what you're aiming at and be accurate, the rest of this stuff doesn't matter. And, and I'm getting into does he have it when I talk about a guy that can do all these things. But the second one is decision-making. He's making poor decisions and forcing the ball. He's going to throw interceptions. The game is about field position. I mean, the closer you are and you get the football to the goal line, the higher your chances are to score touchdowns. The further away, the less percentage. So decision-making and taking care of that football is second. The third thing is can he play under pressure? This National Football League is all about pressure. I mean, from third down to red zone to fourth quarter to overtimes, it's about performing under pressure. I've had guys, and I'm certainly not going to name any of them, but they're not in the league now because they couldn't play under pressure. Had guys that couldn't hit what they were aiming at. They're not in the league. Had guys make poor decisions. You know, some guys, they look up, it's cover two, and, and the ball gets snapped and it changes completely, and it's a single high safety. There's not two safeties. And my thought process has got to change. Can I now make good decisions and clean decisions? I have guys that couldn't do that. It's so hard to play this position. The fourth thing would be toughness. If he isn't tough, Stephen, he can't play quarterback. He needs to be the toughest sucker on that offensive football team. The next one would be leadership. Okay. And, boy, that's just something that it's so hard to coach, and you just hope that kid's got it, man. You just hope he can lead. He's the one that's, you know, on Friday night and the game's over and the guys want to go have a bunch of beers at a place and things are getting rowdy. He gets them all home, you know, and he's got troubles coming up. Let's go, fellas. We're out of here. That guy. That's your quarterback. And uh, the last one's escapability. This day and time right now, Stephen, they have got to be able to extend the play. There's the defensive ends over there. Those suckers are in the NFL we're talking. They're 280. They're 285, but they run 4-6. They can run, and those tackles are the best. Boy, he's a first-round draft, but he runs 5-1. And the other one, he's the best ever played, and he runs 5-flat. But those ends are so much faster. These quarterbacks have got to have the ability to escape and extend the play and throw on the run or make a decision to take off and run, get all they can, get down. Unless it's a third down situation, then you got to sometimes drop your shoulder and you got to try to run over a linebacker and go get the first down. So those would be the six, Stephen. But the number one to me thing is 
is, hey, can he hit what he's aiming at? And then the whole thing with these interviews and the combine process, that's all about trying to find out, has he got it? Has he got that it factor? That's the hardest thing in the world to find when you're drafting because you don't really know until you got them on your campus. Well, I tell you, I love that. I love that. It inspires me. I think, uh, David, the only thing I would not have checked the box of that one thing you said about getting everybody home from the bar. I don't know if I checked that <laughs> box. Um, but uh, we love talking to you. We need to do this more often. It's really fun. You know, when you were coaching, I could never have you on because you weren't allowed to do things like that. So it's really neat to get to visit with you in this kind of format. And for people that don't know, David also, uh, he would not brag on this, so I'll do it for him, was hugely responsible for the success of Tony Romo. And uh, and I think Tony would be the first to uh, tell everybody that, had a huge role in Tony becoming Tony. And, of course, everybody's taking credit for that now. But it was David Lee who was there when nobody had any clue who Tony was. David, I appreciate you, buddy. Matt, thank you. And, and, and uh, tell everybody there in Texas, again, I got a son-in-law and a son that both are Aggies, and they are so proud Texas A&M right now, they just they just can't hardly stand it. But, boy, congratulations to Jimbo Fisher. They're doing a great job turning that thing right toward the sky. I know you're a Baylor Bear. You didn't want to hear that, Matt. And I'm not a Texas Aggie. I went to Vanderbilt. But, boy, just look at the state of Texas right now. They're sure doing a great job. Yeah. Now, we cut that last part off, the Aggie part, so nobody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon, David. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. There he goes. David Lee. Good talking to him. Steven, see, boy, you got an answer, didn't you? Seven or eight things. I know. That was great. In detail. I'm, I'm going to, like, uh, cut that and just listen to it on my way home. I, I feel like that's, oh, there was some please. good advice there for just for life, not quarterbacking. <laughs> the guy who goes to the bar and gets everybody home, sends everybody home. That Gary Steven, Moss guy. Have... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the guy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Y'all make sure everybody gets home safely. All right. Uh, it's the uh, – it is the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. The 1 o'clock hour. The new 1 o'clock. We start at 1, and then uh, the station goes till 6 o'clock. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we uh, finish up by kind of going over some of these new hires. We got um, all the announcements, the new offensive hires for the Baylor coaching staff. That is next. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. 
a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations at Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Southwest Sports Med and orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. The 2020 Heisman Trophy will be awarded tonight to one of four players, two of whom play for the same team. Four finalists this year are Alabama quarterback Mac Jones, Alabama receiver Devontae Smith, Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence, and Florida quarterback Kyle Trask. One of those four will become the 83rd recipient of the award. Ceremony begins at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Will Muschamp has turned down the opportunity to return to Texas as defensive coordinator. Now Arkansas defensive coordinator Barry Odom is among the leading candidates. The NCAA will host the entire postseason of men's basketball tournament in Indian and the surrounding areas with a bubble-like format, officials announced yesterday. Big 12 basketball tonight has K-State at number 18, Texas Tech. Iowa State is at number 4, Texas. And number 6, Kansas, takes on TCU in Fort Worth. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, 147 on a Tuesday, January 5th. Our new format begins today, the 1 o'clock show every day, leading off just because of my speed. Uh, Steven, you're a very speedy guy. You need speed in that leadoff spot. You need a little power. We got a little punch to us as well. We will lead off, okay? And then uh, we'll be uh, followed by John Morris, J-Mo himself, then Glenn Stretch Smith, and then Tom Barfield will go four to six. Stephen, did we did we need a four to six slot when there were no games and we were doing five months during the pandemic 
Would that have been nice? A four to six slot? <laughs> At one time, we, 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 we kicked around the idea of, uh, yeah, like three to five, but that really never came to, came to fruition. Mm. I know. I know. But, uh, hey, one hour, this is interesting. Although, Stephen, I, I check out for the rest of the day. You, you kind of have to continue your responsibilities. And then, of course, you go over to Fox and you and Q will be together over there. So people will have lots of uh, options. And I know y'all are going to really uh, cater to uh, Temple, Belton, Colleen, you know, that whole region. Some great places. Mary Harden Baylor. And, um, and that's going to be neat. I just think those folks are going to love having y'all. And then, of course, that signals uh, strong and into Waco and all the Central Texas area. So y'all, y'all are going to have a lot of fun over there. And uh, that'll be good. You'll be right there in the building, and we'll have uh, all kinds of shows running. Really fun to have David Lee on. Okay, as we get ready to say goodbye, it happened in a, in a quick fashion here. Uh, Stephen, we have a quote from Kim Mulkey about the breaking news we had earlier. Baylor versus UConn is not happening on Thursday. And uh, Kim has tested positive for COVID-19 and, Stephen, if you would please step into the newsroom and read a little bit of Kim Mulkey's statement. I mean, we, we don't have time to read the whole thing, but just kind of if you'll roll through some of the highlights. Mulkey said on December 25th, I was exposed to COVID-19 by a family member who tested positive. I immediately self-quarantined and did not rejoin the team uh, when they came back from the holiday break on December 28th. After a couple negative tests, I tested positive on January 4th and will now isolate I have no symptoms and will rejoin the program on January 15th. Coach went on to say that she is confident in the coaches and support staff and feels like the program is in good hands. All right, good hands. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. I mean, I always love it when they have one of those big games against UConn, and that's just great for women's basketball to get two powerhouse programs together. And uh, But our thoughts go out to Kim, really do, and the uh, program is in good hands. They'll get that thing figured out and get it rolling again. And I, I just, um, Stephen, I feel like we've been denied this year. And, again, I'm more concerned about Kim than anything else, okay? So I don't want to put our um, needs as fans of, uh, of college basketball above that. But I do want to say now we've lost we, – We've lost the Baylor-Gonzaga, one versus two. And, Stephen, this would have been, let's see, I've seen the Baylor women at seven for much of the season. UConn always up there in that one to two range. This would have been what, Stephen? Like seven versus two. I know South Carolina has a great team this year. Yeah, it would have been, be, uh, AP poll, it would have been six versus three. So, top ten matchup. Six versus three. Six versus three, according to AP. We don't get it. Golly. Dang it. Stephen, now just to reiterate, that starts up January 15th. Does that mean there's going to be a, a conference game that's going to have to be rescheduled or postponed as well? The press release uh, only mentioned the UConn game being canceled, but I know the Lady Bears play this weekend, uh, I believe on Sunday. I can check out that real quick. But, yeah, there, is a, there is a game coming range. up this weekend be in that range they say and what did they say they're, they're going to kind of shut down activities 
halt activities Through. yeah, and doing additional testing. They play Sunday against Kansas State, so yeah. maybe if uh, everybody comes back negative over the next few days, they can play that game. But um, UConn game Thursday is off for sure. Jeremiah Dickey, please return to your post. I mean, we were very excited for you to get the um, AD job at Boise State, but got a lot of things happening here, okay? No, they're going to be okay. We're going to miss Jeremiah Dickey, and we congratulate him. Uh, Jovan Overshawn does a does a uh, uh, tremendous job. Did you see that guy? I, I texted her at some point about that. There's an over. There's somebody that spells her, their name exactly like hers, who's a great player for University of Texas. Did you see that? Did you notice that, Stephen? That Overshawn. That guy is. Oh yeah, the linebacker safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I wonder, and and she's not. Um, I don't know if she took credit for, for that being uh, her cousin or whatever. That's a great player. But, uh, boy, David Kay and that whole gang over at Baylor, Taylor Bryan, they'll pick up the slack. Dickey's a great one, but uh, Don does a really nice job. And, of course, Mac leading the way. Kyle Robarts, all our friends over there, we, uh, we just think so highly of them. And I got to say, the Baylor family has been very great. They've been great about checking in with me during my uh, – following my accident, checking on me, and all that kind of good stuff. So really, really appreciate them. Who am I missing, Stephen? I want to make sure I mention everybody over there. I got basketball. I got the football SID. I got the women's basketball. Love Kyle. Uh, that whole gang. I like. I even talked to uh, our old buddy Coach Jobson during my sabbatical uh, from radio. Soccer Coach Jobson. All love right. That guy. Yeah, love that guy. Jobson. Like what he does. Like uh, that Scrivano, Scrivano, like him. That's a good program over there that he has. Um, I saw something on men's tennis while I was out. A guy turned pro. Steven, I've been paying attention. I've been, t- I've been trying to kind of keep up even while convalescing. Boy, our, our radio day is coming to a close. Steven, let's real quick update people on the new Baylor coaching staff. Jeff Grimes, of course, the new OC. We were talking about him. We'll have more thoughts on him tomorrow. And then, Stephen, I was really interested in that offensive line coach from Troy. Uh, that's uh, that's Ryan Pugh. You know, my first thing, Stephen, what do you hear in Central Texas when you hear Troy? What do you do? You think of the Troy right down the road. That's right, right Troy Trojans. My way, man, that's good. That's a good deal there. Well, co- they got a coach from down the street. Now, this is Troy that plays up there in Alabama near Auburn. Uh, that's Ryan Pugh. And he had been with Jeff Grimes. That's going to be a good fit. The guy does a, uh, apparently a really nice job, and he'll jump in, young coach, uh, and coach the O-line. I want to remind you, Sean Bell has been promoted to the quarterback's coach. It'll be really cool to keep him. Former Baylor quarterback will go to quarterback's coach and then the wide receiver's coach because, meanwhile, I was out, Munoz, uh, and we like George a lot, but George and Fedora are no longer with the Bears. Uh, Clemson, former Clemson great. Um, this is Chancey Stuckey will come in and coach. He was a former NFL player and a real good player, kind of a slot guy, as I recall, at Clemson, about 5'10". But uh, anyway, he'll come in and coach the wide receivers. And uh, that'll, be, uh, that'll be good. Stephen, my favorite thing on, I saw immediately, I like Baylor Twitter most of the time. Uh, Chancey Stuckey was announced, and immediately somebody had the like the first tweet responding to it was a picture of a Stuckey's, like a Stuckey's <laughs> convenience store. 
They're quick, man. They always got them loaded up and ready to go. I know, man. Love a good Stuckies. I've had some beef jerky from a lot of Stuckies across the country. All right, we got to say goodbye. I know what you're saying. Kyle Mosley, we could listen to you all day. No, I don't know if anybody's saying that. But uh, J-Mo, is, he's going back to his roots. He used to do 2 o'clock, and uh, people kind of got used to that. Going to put him right back there in his 2 o'clock spot. We'll bat lead off every day, then J-Mo, then Stretch at 3 to 4, and then Tommy Barfield. A slinging Tom Barfield will be 4 to 6. All right, that is our broadcasting day. All right, tomorrow we'll have a ton on the Baylor coaching. we got a lot to say. I've got a lot of thoughts on Baylor men's basketball right now. they got a game against the uh, Sooners. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll get into all of that. And uh, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox is back. We'll see you guys tomorrow.